So my name is Chris Warner. I'm the forest ecologist with the City Open Space and Mountain Parks. And um, on March 27th, you burned 18 acres. Um, are you guys planning to do more burns within the next couple of months? Yeah, we are. Um, so that 18-acre burn was kind of a, a piece to a larger, about an 85-acre chunk that we're trying to burn. Um, so really it was focused on kind of hemming it in or, or creating what we call a black line around the burn area. So we burn these smaller units so then we can burn kind of the internal larger area okay. down the road. So our hope is to get that done in the next month or two, depending on weather. That makes sense. So 85, you said? Yeah, that's, okay. that's the total. And how do you... Um, and this could totally vary based on a lot of different factors, but how do sure. you sort of determine like how many acres should be burned to mediate ecological effects, mediate um, or reduce the risk of forest fires? Yeah, yeah. So we kind of identify the projects based on A, their location. You know, are we having a benefit to um, kind of the ecological goals that we're trying to meet and then also reducing the risk of wildfire in that case to the Shanahan neighborhood or the the western boundary of the city um, so that's a big piece and then kind of the other piece is kind of the operational side of things can we pull it off given um, fire breaks are there roads that we can use to build off of or trails um, is the slope too steep or not you know kind of the are the fuels um, uh, do they meet our, our qualifications as far as being able to burn? Um, so a lot of factors go into it as far as why we choose an area. Um, and it, ideally we would do a lot more burning. Um, it just, because of all those factors, it, it becomes kind of a, a complicated process. Right. Yeah. And then, um, you mentioned different sort of conditions. I know that the press release mentioned um, weather and vegetation yep. conditions. What do you what do you typically look for as far as those conditions? Yeah. Um, so once again, there's kind of a, a suite of factors that that weigh into it. Um, a big one is smoke. Um, so we don't want to put a bunch of smoke into town. Um, we have people that are sensitive to smoke and, and obviously people just don't want to be smoked out. Um, so wind is a big factor. Is it blowing away from town? Is it blowing in the direction that we want? Um, the type of fuel is a big, big issue. Um, are we burning in grasslands? Are we burning in forests? Are we burning in shrubs? Um, <clears throat> all of that factors into how it's going to burn. Um, so can we keep it within the box that we're, we're really targeting for? Mm -hmm. um, so that, that factors in as well. And then, you know, fuel moisture, is there a lot of, um, are the fuels damp? Um, that creates more smoke, it doesn't burn as well. Um, so there's a lot of these kind of weather factors that, that we have to take into account to, like I said, keep it, keep it within the box that we're trying to get it in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then you <coughs> mentioned, too, um, that you're doing the burns on Shanahan Ridge. Mm -hmm. Is that more just to benefit that area, or does that does burning in that specific area um, help with the whole Boulder sort of ecosystem? Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, we've got kind of two main goals when we're looking at fire. Is One is the ecological benefit. Are we having kind of a positive impact on, on these forests or grasslands or whatever it is that we're burning? Um, 
and then the other other kind of consideration is the fire mitigation are we reducing the fuels like i said in an area that has some risk whether it be homes or natural resources or whatever it is that's that's out there um so you know kind of targeting some of those areas a lot of the open space land that's around boulder is fire adapted ecosystems so in this case we're burning um, low elevation ponderosa pine stands so those those areas historically had fire every 15 to 30 years mm -hmm. so you had this fire that came in and burned down all the fuels and kept those those fire intensities low um, over the past hundred or so years if people moved into this area we've gotten really good at putting fires out um, so we've taken that kind of natural ecological process out of the system which means that we've had kind of a, an accumulation of trees an accumulation of fuels um, all these things have built up over those multiple um, fire intervals that we've we've missed over the past couple of years or hundred years um, so the hope with our prescribed fire is that we're going in and reintroducing fire um, and mimicking what those kind of natural conditions would have been and would have burned on a fairly regular basis okay. and then um, this isn't a pre-planned question but okay. have you ever um, been met with any sort of backlash from citizens about prescribed burns is that a controversial thing at all yeah it it can be um, you know as you can imagine we're out lighting fires on open space and putting a lot of smoke in the air and it's very um, visible from the community so um, over the we've been burning for about 20 ish so years um, and I think um, the story has gotten out there a little bit more people are much more understanding and um, accepting of, of fire you know there's been a lot in the news over the past years about, you know, whether it be California or Colorado or these areas where there have been really big fires that are beyond control. Um, and really what the, the prescribed fire is trying to minimize those impacts of a big catastrophic fire. So um, I would say people have gotten more understanding, but, but there's, you know, there's a huge um, outreach push that we try to do. You know, it's the social media media and interviews and you know the paper and just making people aware that hey there's going to be smoke on this day and um, these are the objectives we're trying to meet and you know we try to head off the the questions as much as possible right and um, this might be a, a rudimentary question but as far as um, making sure that the fire doesn't go outside of the mm -hmm. prescribed place is huh? it just a matter of having a lot of hoses and yeah. putting them out yeah it mm -hmm. kind of depends on the fuels and what you're burning and what the fire behavior that you're expecting um, but yeah it's, it's probably a combination of um, hoses um, just to burn that 17 acres we had seven fire engines out there um, something like 60 firefighters so it's it's kind of a combination of, of resources and the city taps into um, resources across the county so the forest service will show up the sheriff's department the um, city wildland has a division um, 
so it's it's kind of getting everybody to come out and play and help us get these things done and then you know kind of vice versa we'll we'll go out and help the county do a burn at rabbit mountain or um, work with local fire protection districts to get a burn done so it's definitely a combination of um, laying hose maybe cutting some lines so removing the fuels in areas um, We've used weed whips to kind of shorten the grass so the fuel isn't quite as heavy. Um, and then just putting a lot of people and a lot of resources on it. Okay. And um, is there anything else that Boulder citizens should know about these fires that you haven't already mentioned? Um, I think we touched on the main, the main points. I think, um, like I said, this is, this is kind of an ecological process that we're, we're trying to reintroduce. And, um, it looks black and impacted for a little while, but um, you know, in these burned areas, we have a higher diversity of birds. We have a higher um, diversity of native plants. Um, so because these areas are really adapted to fire, they, they benefit a lot from, from these prescribed burns. So that would maybe be the take home message is that we're, we're kind of addressing forest health um, as a whole through these projects. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely.